Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the man on the beat, the heartbeat of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I just want to let everyone know, everyone know that our sponsor, the Media Captain, records a weekly podcast. After you get your Giants fix, by listening to us, if you want to learn more about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business, along with the latest and greatest online and digital trends, check out the Media Captain's podcast on Apple iTunes and all the major podcast outlets. Again, that's the Media Captain podcast. Buddy, it's been too long. It seems like I haven't spoken to you in forever, even though we, you know, we text and talk here and there. But I don't know, man. Uh, I, I miss doing this. And uh, I'm glad, finally, that we have something to talk about this week. Yeah, I don't know if we... I don't know if we should skip a day anymore, man. It seems like weeks, right? What was cool was the uh, the feedback we got from people saying, you know, what yeah. the hell? What's wrong with you two? So. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a nice feeling, right, Jerry? I yeah. thought that was nice. That, uh, But here we are. We, we waited another day, you know, because the mini camp started today. And, I, and um, here we are, man. Uh, I'm glad we're back at it. So, Chris, just so everyone's um, aware, Boston must love me. Because right. I was stranded there again for the second time in a row of, of going there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my flight was canceled. So Boston must like me enough to want to keep me. So I had to take the Amtrak train from Boston to Trenton, New Jersey, uh, which was the regional, which took about six hours uh, in the tornadoes that were going on. And that's probably why the, the flight was canceled. But, um, you know, that night, of course, my wife was at uh, something at school. Uh, my two younger ones were home and my, they're texting us. Uh, tornadoes are coming through and I'm telling them. Um, you know, just, uh, go to, go to the basement, go to the giant's man cave and make sure, you know, the memorabilia is safe with you guys. So I, I did you know, I, that of the year right there, right? Like what do you, what the hell do you tell your kids? Tornadoes are coming through. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's quick thinking, bud. You should be like the general manager of the giants or something with those, <laughs> with that, with those thoughts. But you know what? Same thing with me, bud. I mean, first time in my life, I got a tornado warning on my cell phone. Take shelter now. Crazy, right? I mean, I never got in that in New York. I was like, what the hell is this? You know, um, I was actually outside my house looking around, waiting for the funnel to form. You know, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. You know, of course, it was nuts. Yeah, it was pretty wild and scary at the same time. So, but here we are, man. Uh, here we are, the first day of minicamp. Yeah, I haven't spoken to you in a week. Like, how, how was, uh, how was your week outside of that, buddy? I mean, it's been so long. I feel like we should update people uh, on how just, you're doing and everything else. I think everything's been good, you know, besides your Yankees kicking the crap out of out of my socks basically this weekend. Well, two, um, two of three. Yeah, you know, um, um, even the third one, I, I didn't feel too secure at the end there where the Yankees were coming back. Yeah, that was a weird <laughs> game. I actually thought they were going to come back and win that one. Yeah, yeah, especially when Matt Barnes couldn't throw a strike in the rain. His poor hands were wet, you know. But anyway – uh, it was good, man. I was just waiting, looking forward to this week. You know, uh, mini camps mandatory. So, um, of course, obviously, everybody has to be there and all that. And it was a beautiful day today, Jerry. Couldn't ask for a nicer day outside watching our Giants, you know. So, uh, we're getting close, bud. You know, training camps next month. And the season's right around the corner now. Yeah, let's uh, let's dive into it. And I, and I think what the, the, the number one question on everyone's mind, and, and by the way, um, your tweets, your updates are insane. They're awesome. Um, usually I'll see on Twitter, so-and-so followed you and then it'll say, and then another person followed you today. The updates must've been so good and word must've gotten out. It was so-and-so followed you along with 18 others. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, nice job, Chris. Way to go. Gaining followers by the second. So obviously as the giants do things like have mini camp and training camp and all that, uh, mm. you know, we're just going to gain more and more followers. So great job by you, pal. 
Uh, I well, think, thank you. Thank you, man. I, I think um, what's on everyone's mind, the number one question, mm. uh, which quarterback looked the best? And I think I know which one you're going to answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Jones today. He, you know, he looked better than Eli. <laughs> um, and you know what? I put this on Twitter, Jerry. He did his own read today, Daniel Jones, and he totally fooled the defense. And when was the last time we had that happen ever? Uh, <laughs> I was talking to some old time beat writers today, and it was saying even Fran talking and didn't do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I tell you, watching him live, he's pretty quick, this kid. He can run, man. There's a, um, there's a clip but, of that play online, and you see Saquon like jumping up and down in the, in the background, cheering. Yeah. What happened was, I, I found out afterwards, <clears throat> after the practice, is that they planned this play, you know, and they wanted to see if they could get the defense. They wanted to see if they get, you know, and sure enough, they bid on it, and Jones took off on his own read, and, man, he would have – he would have went 70 yards in a game. You well, know? it's good to and... know that our own quarterbacks full our defense too, I guess, right? Because I mean, <laughs> yeah. every other t- – now, was Kareem Martin but on he... the field or no? Uh, Kareem Martin was not on the field. Oh, he was okay. doing the twos, okay? So we can't blame Kareem for collapsing. Right. Um, but you know what, Jerry? It's – when Jones gets in there, you know, in the future, it's such a weapon to have. Why? And, you know, we're talking about it today because when you have Saquon back there and you have a third and two mm-hmm. or third and three, right, mm-hmm. or third and one, and you do that zone, everybody's going to collapse on Saquon, man, you know. And this kid Jones could get outside the – you know, he could get out that, outside that C gap and take off. Now, this, like, listen, this is not something you want to put in a game plan. Let's have this kid do his own read five, seven times a game. We know that, right? Yep. But it's there, Jerry. It's there in the future with this kid where he could tuck it in and take off. And that's something we haven't seen in a long, long time, bud. Well, I was always amazed, even under the Chip Kelly, um, that green team across the river. Mm-hmm. They did it with Nick Foles. And I always thought, well, Foles isn't even a, a mobile quarterback, right? But right. if you just fake it, you, you make the, the, the end freeze, or you make the defense freeze a bit. We'd never ran it with Eli. And I don't, I don't know if you can, but it's really something to, to see a mobile quarterback with the Giants run it. It's almost like, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're like five years behind the trends. Maybe we'll run the Wildcats soon, too. I, I don't know. But it's nice to see that, right? And I saw it in practice, and, and you tweeted it. I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to see this when this comes out. So Yeah, well, you know, Jerry, it's something that Sherman's going to keep defenses honest with. You know, when Eli did a little RPO, he wasn't fooling anybody, right? Everybody no. knew he wasn't going anywhere. No, they still you know? Yeah. Right. So you're still going to maintain your gaps. Nobody's going to get outside the gap control if Eli did it because, you know, well, where's Eli going? I mean, let's face it, right? Now, when the future in the future, when Jones is the quarterback of this team and teams watching film of yeah. this kid, they're going to have to have that in a defensive game plan, you know, and it opens up other things. You know what I mean? You, if you have a guy like Jones who could take off, you know, and you have a Saquon, you know, you can't collapse on him because, you know, like we saw today in practice, a kid like Jones could get outside that tackle and take off. You know, it just it's just another element to the offense that Sherman really likes. And you will see in the future when this kid takes over. He also dropped an absolute dime to Cody Latimer in the corner of the end. Beautiful, beautiful pass. Now well, his, um, his, his arm to the outside is impressive, right? I tell you what, Jerry, you know, um, he had, uh, he had a rep coming in of not having the strongest arm, right? Right. Um, we talked about this before. Loletta was deserved. Loletta doesn't have a strong arm. He has a better than, you know, he has a decent arm. Okay. Was, did he, not that I care that much, but did he practice today? 
Yeah, but he just didn't do any team drills. He's okay. still out with that knee, you know. Um, so, you know, and this kid Jones is making some throws outside the numbers, like deep outs. You know, Jerry, like I'm talking 15, 20-yard outs. Yeah, which is the, the 20, throw that every every franchise wants out of their quarterback. Right, and he's hitting guys, bud. And he's throwing the ball well, man. So, you know, if anybody's worried about his arm strength, um, it's there. Good. Now, I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying that the Doesn't kid has arm strength. I tell you what, Jerry. I tell you what, man. He has a nice touch on the on the go routes and the sideline routes and all that. He has a nice touch. He showed it again today. Okay. Now, we all know when the defense is in there, another defense, and they're looking to kill him, it could be a different story. We know that. I'm yeah. just explaining that what I'm seeing out there. Well, it's good kid. to see that he has the, yeah, the arm, though, and the talent at least. Yeah, listen, uh, he's been nothing but, you know, impressive. Um, and, and, and it's good to see, man. He made some nice throws there. A few mistakes, of course, you know, uh, but he made some nice throws. Eli made a few nice throws and a few not-so-nice throws, you know? Yeah, I was going to um, say, one of the so, one of the comments you made uh, today was now that Jones is there, uh, Eli's really stepping up his game or, or, or there's a sense of urgency. Being that he didn't play as well as Jones or practice as well as Jones, what – I guess what makes you say that, right? Is that is that something a player said, or do you just see more urgency from his mannerisms in the huddle? What what are you seeing? Well, he looked basically looks like the same Eli on the field, but Shep kind of mentioned it today. Oh, okay. That he after practice he'll, he'll work on some more conditioning, and he seems to have a little bit more of a um, not urgency, but a little bit more of a, um, trying to think of a word that Shep used, but. Um, he kicked it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like we, maybe last year after a practice, after a mediocre practice, he really didn't do any conditioning work or something like that. Not to see Eli's not a hard work. I'm just saying where this year Shep said he is. And Shep wasn't knocking him. He was just saying that, you know, Eli's a little bit different that way this year. And he's different that way, Jerry, because there's a kid behind him ready to take his job. Well, we said that, right? You've, you've said that for years. That, I mean, yeah. it, it, that – Eli never had anyone behind him nipping at his heels, even not that not that you should in like 2008, 2009, 2010, 11. But even later on, he, he had Ryan Nassib behind him. He had um, he never had a, a really good backup. Right. I mean, this best no. backup, his best backup was probably probably David Carr. And that was at a time when Eli was never going to even right. come close to sitting down. So. Right. Right. And needless to say, there was never a number one pick, you know. Right. That's ready to take over. You know, um, so if you think like listen, we talked about this before, man. If you think that isn't doesn't light a little bit more of a fire under an athlete, you know what? Yeah. You're sadly mistaken. I don't care how many years you have in the league, these guys have pride, man. Yeah. These guys have pride. Eli has pride, man. He's a competitive dude. You know, so especially, you know, you know, Jones isn't making a fool out of himself out there, Jerry, and these OTAs and now minicamp, you know? Yeah. And if he goes into training camp and they're putting the pads on a little bit and then preseason and the kid's holding his own looking good. It's going to light even more of a fire under Eli. You know, you understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know? That's all I'm saying, man, is that um, Eli's a, a professional man. He's a class act. and But even a guy like Eli, you know, this is all good for him, too. Uh, where guys right breathing, you know, breathing down his neck. You know what I mean? So that's what's happening. He's the number one pick, Jerry, and, and that's the way it is. As far as uh, receivers go, Ingram didn't hmm. work. Um, I guess Evan's got a little little thing going on with the leg, yeah. Okay. Um, who jumped out at you at receiver? Shep. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, Shep's having a monster offseason. Um, I thought Latimer was good today, you know. 
Coleman's been with the ones. Um, but Latimer's right there. He did some things today. Uh, your boy, Benny Fowler, did a few things today. Yeah, you know, I, I think, yeah, something about him that, that Eli loves. And Golden Tate catches everything. Does he? Why, Chris Coach is an Ocha Damon? No, 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 I'm just I, saying. I didn't even say I'm just saying. <laughs> Golden Tate. As we all know, this is you know this isn't you know he's not new to this role. I mean, God forbid, all... God forbid, Julian Love has ever singled up on Golden Tate. They would the, the field would just explode because you really can't have that. How would you right. win, right? Right, they'll probably escort me off the field or something. <laughs> you know, I'll be yelling over the other side. No, but um, listen, Golden Tate is you know he he's a guy who makes catches in traffic and all that. He catches the ball, so he's looked good. Um, foul, you know, Latimer and you know like uh, Shepard. Shepard seems to have taken it to another level, Jerry. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. without you know, with Odell gone now, so uh, I I expect the Shep, you know, you know, hopefully he stays healthy. Um, I think he's going to have a pretty good year for the Giants. And they have him more on the outside because Tate is in the slot, correct? You know what, Jerry? They're back and forth, man. Oh, nice. They're back and forth. That's what you're going to see. You're going to see, you know, Shep in the slot, Tate in the slot, you know, Shep on the outside, you know, you got Coleman on the outside, some play, you know. That's what you're going to see, man. You're going to see them going back and forth. They both could do, you know, they both could play the slot and the outside. Now, Shep's better on the outside than Tate, especially at this point in his career, Tate. Uh, but you will see both, Jerry. There's no question about it. Good stuff, because uh, Shepard is a hell of a slot receiver as well. So yep. nice that they're using him interchangeably. What you've seen so far, who has the inside track to the third receiver spot? Is it still Corey Coleman? It looks like Coleman right now. Yeah, but Latimer's making a you know he's gonna you know he's gonna make a run for it. Latimer, he's gonna compete out there. Um, and uh, the kid Slayton was kind of quiet. You know, he was quiet today. And she, you know what, Jerry Shep's not dropping any balls either, man. You know, so far, yeah. you know, he's catching everything thrown his way. Um, so right now it's Coleman the inside track, and we'll see uh, as they move along. Is uh, Perkins getting a chance? Paul Perkins? Yes, the forgot, yes, he's the been Sherma. Yeah, he's you know I actually asked Sherma about him today. Yeah, um, you know what do you you know how's it look with Perkins? How's his progress? And Sherma's you know came right. You know he's he's really progressing well. He likes his route running. You know he likes to bounce. You know the way he runs. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact, Jerry, from the building, um, I heard this today from somebody in the building that Perkins is is in the mix, bud. Yeah, he's in the mix. You know, what's wrong with three running backs? You know, you're going to have Gallman, uh, that 26 guy, Barkley. You're going to have, you know, you got Gallman, Rod Smith, and you're going to have Perkins. And they're going to, you know, and, and they're going to foul it out for, for three or four running backs, you know. I forgot they so had I, Rod Smith until you tweeted it today, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I can forget him. I think his only good game of his career was against the Giants. Yep. But, um, Jerry, um, but like I was just saying, Somebody in the building today told me for a fact that Sherman does like Perkins and he is going to be in the running. You know, uh, he'll be competing for running back to make this team. Yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't. I mean, like you said, three, four running backs. The, the, the choice is going to be between Elijah Penny and I would think Rod Smith if you're going to keep the three running backs, no? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. You know, he likes Smith too. He likes his veteran, what he brings to the table. So it's going to be quite a competition. That's going to be a competition back there, man. You know, especially if Perkins plays well this preseason, you know, and he's looked pretty good, Perkins. Jerry, listen, his rookie year, he had promised that kid, remember? Yeah, he caught the only screen pass they've thrown since Tony Galbraith was on the team and ran it for about 67 yards or so against the Vikings. Right, right. You know, <laughs> uh, and then, you know, and, and then McAdoo anointed him the starter, like, in the spring of the next season, you know, yeah, yeah. and didn't go too well and got injured and all that. Last year he was out the whole year. So, 
you know, this is not a kid that's off the street that's some slouch. I mean, this, this kid's got talent, man. So. Yeah, he was a pick out of UCLA, and coming out, yeah. he was known as the poor man's Tiki Barber. And it took Tiki a while to get going, too, if you remember. First couple of years, he fumbled all the time. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's a nice bonus to have, right? Because you've kind of forgot about him. I forgot about him. Yeah, sure. It's only natural. He was out the whole year. Yeah. You know? And you have, so. uh, you know, Saquon, obviously, uh, entrenched for the next 10 to 15 years as the starter. But then behind <laughs> him, you know, he can't play every down, you know? So you got to have Gallman and Perkins. It'd be a nice mix, so. Yes, it will. Yes, um, offensive line. What was uh, Nate Solder was back? What was he doing? Drills on the side? No, no, he was just doing a, a little bit of bike, and he was just oh, hanging okay. out with the offensive line. No, he was limping, you know, the whole deal. But it was good to see him with the helmet on. Yeah, uh, like Remus, you know, over with the over with the offensive line. Um, when they were doing their drills and all that, they were they weren't working, they weren't conducting any drills. But it was good to see them out there, Jerry, with the t- with their unit, you know. Um, so they're not far off, you know. They Remus, they're both expected to be there for training camp you know so um Mahalik again was at left tackle with the ones and uh Wheeler was over at right tackle so that's the way it's going to be into training camp and they'll settle it on the field that's false right tackle yeah there was a picture of those guys the whole unit I uh, sure mm-hmm. Nate Solder this line just looks so much bigger than last year and I know they added mm-hmm. Zeitler got rid of Amame who was actually a big guy himself but yeah, the line they just look like a bunch of big dudes like wow this is these are him mm-hmm. huh? like I don't know I know a lot of them are the same, but mm. uh, the addition of Zeitler and, um, you know, Big George, like, wow, uh, maybe he's finally getting the, the line together that he wanted uh, when he took the job two years ago. So, Yeah, big brawlers, right? Relations. Big maul- I should say big mauling type guy, right? They're out there mauling people, right? Yeah. That, that's uh, that's what Getterman likes, man. You know. Did, I mean, anyone, did anyone jump out at you in practice? You know what, Jimmy? You really can't tell. Yeah. With these practices, man, you really can't tell till they start banging a little bit. Um, the, the, you know these padless practices and all yeah, that, no it's contact. Control, it's controlled and all. Offensive that. line, you really can't tell much. Yeah. You know, so I mean, one thing you obviously could tell, and you commented on it, was uh, <laughs> your boy Drew, Jabril Peppers. Mm. Likes to talk a lot, huh? Yeah, yeah, he admitted it. Talks a lot of trash. <laughs> Good. And he said, and somebody asked him today too, like, well, who gives it back to you? You know, and he was like. <laughs> He said Shep and Barkley are the two biggest. <laughs> you know, don't let this Barkley fool you. He's a great kid, yeah, you know. Competitive he guy. likes to talk a little trash out there. I've heard Barkley out there. He likes to get it back to you, you know. Yeah. He's a competitive guy. Yeah. So, but, yeah, that's Peppers. He likes to bring it. Shermer likes it. You know, somebody asked Shermer about it. You know, what do you think about Peppers in his mouth and, you know, talking a lot of trash? And Shermer likes it. He likes the attitude, Shermer, you know. What was uh, – how did they have safeties lined up? Was it was it Peppers and, and Bethea, the stars? Yes. And, and then what was behind them? Yeah, it was Thomas and uh, Kenny Lalo was back there. I saw the undrafted free agent kid was back there. But it's, uh, yeah, Pathaya and Peppers and then Thomas, and they rotated a couple other kids in and out. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if they uh, tried, it any, tried anyone else at starter. I didn't see – I mean, unless I was mistaken, Jim. I didn't see Love over at safety today. I saw him in a slot, you know, with the twos and threes. And uh, Grant Haley was with the ones in a slot, you know. Yeah, you commented also that uh, Beal and, and Baker got beat deep a couple times. Well, Beal did a few times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Beal got beat a few times on some sideline, a couple go-routes on sideline. Uh, Baker, who, who, no. Who, who, Baker who, made who, some nice plays. Who beat him, if you remember? Uh, one was Latimer, and the other one was uh, – I'm sorry, I, I don't remember. I, I have know, it I on Twitter. I was if it was the burners or not, because Latimer's a burner. No, no, no. It was Latimer and I think Fowler, if I remember right, was oh, okay. the other one. Wow. No, I'm sorry, Jerry. Reggie White Jr., Oh, that's right. You tweeted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know I tweeted. I just didn't remember the name. It was Reggie. 
It was Latimer and Reggie White Jr. Um, no, not Baker. Baker was making plays. You oh, okay. know, he was breaking up balls all over the field. Uh, Beal got beat a few times today, though. Yeah, and Baker, la- Baker last, was with the time, one today, Jerry. Yeah, last time you mentioned Beal had a better practice, so I guess Baker looked better this time, huh? Yes, Baker and Baker was with the ones today. Beal was with the twos. Yeah, that's uh, that's and- gonna go back and forth, I guess. But yep. it's just interesting to follow that because that's gonna be the spot that's really up for grabs on the start. Yeah, the starter. You know, and somebody asked on Twitter, "Hey, you know, who do you have right now as a one opposite of Jack Rabbit?" And I, I put Beal. You know, now funny how. You know, excuse me by the way funny how offended people get by that answer because you're you know they're like oh yeah so they traded their second in this to get a to get a guy that's not going to start it's like well guys you still got to earn it if he doesn't start this year he's probably going to start next year or the year like okay it's not a bad thing if if sam beal ends up being better than um than uh, deandre baker right now yeah and you got listen jerry you have to earn it too right right and I'm there at the practices. So when I see a guy playing better than another guy, you're not just going to play Baker. Say Baker was playing mediocre and Beal was playing much better. You're not just going to play Baker over him because the kid was, you know, uh, a number one. Yeah. You're going to play who's producing out there. But you look at today's mini camp practice, and Baker totally outplayed Beal today. So so somebody asked me on Twitter, hey, Chris, right now, who do you think is going to be? I'll be like, well, you know what? Baker right now is the edge. That's the way it's going to go, man. They're gonna, they'll settle it on the field. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Um, it's going to be fun to see this, like we always said, this secondary compete. And Julian Love's going to get in the mix. Everyone's going to root for Grant Haley because he's kind of the, not the odd man out, but the free agent from last year who's undersized. But don't be surprised if he's the starting uh, slot guy by the time the season starts. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to see the Corey Ballantyne too, Jerry, you know, when he gets healthy, when he's when he's a, when he's he's 100%. You know, to see what he has too. Yep. But um, listen, Baker – is going to be a solid player, man, for the Giants for a long time. You know, um, he is. He makes plays out there. Bill looks like he's going to be real good. He got beat today, but that it happens, right? It happens. It happens to the best of them. But I like him too. Um, I think the Giants are going to be. They're going to be pretty solid on this corner for a few years, bud. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know, when's the last time you could really say that, right? Yeah, yeah, really. So, I'm trying to think. Of 2016, we had. Uh... We had Jenkins on one side, and it's. A and he was an all-pro that year. Yeah. The future is a hefty responsibility, and not one that we take lightly. But then, taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. But, uh, yeah, it should be, uh, oh, Rogers Camardi. That's right. And I, I, Eli Apple. Oh, my God. Okay. We had Rogers Camardi. We'll, we'll call it Rogers Camardi. Um, so I actually liked Rogers Camardi a lot. I thought he was a good player. I thought mm-hmm. that was probably the best cornerback tandem since. You know, since Webster and Ross were, were lined up. But, yeah, I mean, all these choices at corner, man, it's going to be fun. And Julian Love in the mix, like you said, Valentine. So, uh, young, man. Young kids, man. Young. You got to love it. You got to love it, man. Absolutely. Young, hungry. And uh, mm. even if uh, – I like that, that Jenkins is staking his claim as, as the one, right? He's the mm. man right now. So. Oh, yeah, sure. Right, right. You know what? This Baker's got a nice little nasty streak to him, man. He's chippy, this kid, man. You want to hear that on defense, right? Like, oh, no Baker, doubt. You love that Baker and Peppers have these chips on their shoulders. Like, 
you know, you, them against the world. Jerry, you're going to have two kids. I like, say, argument's sake, Baker's thoughts, right? Yeah. Him and Jack Rabbit. You're going to have him. You're going to have Peppis. And don't let Anton Bethea, the, the veteran for you. I've been watching him since he was a rookie. Yeah. He's got a chippiness in him too, man. You're going to have some guys back there, man, that are going to be pretty chippy, pretty nasty. I shouldn't say nasty, but pretty aggressive. Let me use that word. Aggressive players, Jerry. Yeah. Um, much different than what we've had. You know, Landon was an aggressive dude. Don't get me wrong. You know, Landon would, Landon would put a hit on you, you know. Um, but corner-wise, you know, I, I like a guy who wants to get up in your grill, Jerry, you know. I like a guy yeah. who wants to smack, you know, like, you know, smack the ball down in front of you and kind of let you know about it, you know. Yeah. So um, that's what you're going to see with these guys, man. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see these guys playing. Um, mm -hmm. even, even in preseason, when, the games don't mean much, but this is when you see a lot of the rookies playing. And, um, yeah, it just should be – oh, my God, it should be so much fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. As far as uh, linebackers go, uh, mm. what, what was the lineup today for the most part? Uh, Tate Davis. Tate nice. Davis was uh, – he was in the middle. And someone one. corrected us to, not to stop saying Ty. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, no, I, both of, I was too. I, was, I kept calling him Ty Davis. Yeah, yeah, as Tay Davis, I believe. Uh, I'm sorry, I made that mistake. Um, uh, you know, he was on. He was with the ones today. Yeah. You know, uh, Golden had something going on. He didn't practice with the team today. Um, uh, so it was uh, your boy Kareem Martin and Lorenzo Carter on the outside. Oh, you know, God. and the the, the battleship, <laughs> I like to call him. Yeah, Dexter Lawrence was with the ones most of the time today. He he'll be starting from day one. He is a he had a deflection. He had a knockdown. He had a lot of that supposedly, right? Uh, he's just a mammoth. He's a mammoth of a kid, man. And he was lined up over that. You know, he was on that one today a lot on that zero. Uh, you know, he's going to be in that middle, man. So, um, he 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 had a nice deflection today. Uh, Lorenzo Carter did today. Um, so, you know, Lawrence, it's, it's a young. It's going to be a young defensive line, bud. You know, B.J. Hill is going to be in his second year. You're going to have Lawrence as a rookie and. We were fooling around with Thomason today. He's like the old veteran now. His third year, you know. That's funny. Um, How did my boy uh, Hill look? I like him. Who? BJ Hill. He looks. Yeah, he, I, he's a solid player, bud. Yeah. You know. Um, so if Lawrence, listen, if Lawrence could clog up that a gap, you know, and those run plays and stuff like that, and, uh, which he's expected to do, and he's going to make some plays too, man. It's going to really improve that run defense, you know. Um, he, he's going to be tough to, even though he's a rookie and never all that, Jerry, he's going to be tough to move out of here, man. But it, he's a mammoth of a kid, man. Mammoth. Yeah. So uh, he's an active mammoth kid. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, they're, they're, who else were they mixing in there on the, on, along the defense? Oh, uh, RJ, RJ McIntosh. Yeah. You know, um, and, and oh, by the way, I, I, from, from what I was reading that a lot of guys were getting their arms up and a lot of guys were deflecting passes today. Yeah. Eli had a couple knockdown. <laughs> Shaka, huh? <laughs> I'm not taking a shot at Sorry, Eli, Lisa. Lisa. I'm not taking a shot at Eli, but we do know Eli has a tendency to have some balls knocked down, right? Six foot five, quarterback gets balls knocked down often. No big deal, whatever. Oh, so, now nah, you're taking it. I Lisa, know, that's did. Jerry's taking a shot at him. That's I, not me. I did. I was joking. So. Sorry. Okay. Um, so, yeah, yeah. that is. But that's that's what you want. You want an active defensive front that has their hands up, right? Yeah. When they know they can't get to the quarterback, they knock down balls. Dex is a big boy, you know, and all that. So, uh, Lorenzo Card is very active, too, with his hands. Very quick. So, uh, I expect big things out of him this year. Uh, we'll see, bud. Marcus Golden not practicing? Yeah. I, yeah, like I just said, he had something going on. They were pretty – I don't know. They were pretty – they weren't worried about it. I don't know. They were pretty 
really want to tell us. They just said he has something going on. <laughs> you know, Sherman, Sherman's like Belichick, man. He doesn't like to talk about injuries. Uh, you know, like Ingram has a little leg issue going on. Sherman's like, oh, he's a little sore, you know, <laughs> but he'll be fine. But, um, you know, so yeah, I'm not quite sure what's going on, Marcus Golden. Um, but he, he'll be, supposedly he'll be fine. What, uh, did Sherman say anything of, uh, of note that people should, uh, I guess, I don't know, keep track of or anything kind of surprising um, today or no? No, no, not really. Good. No, not really. I like, um, that we've, likes- I like that we've returned to just football. And I'm sorry, I'm not taking shots, but I kind of am. I like that, that the news <laughs> of the Giants is just boring football again. That's where we're at right now. It is. It's. It's. Uh, I don't expect, you know, anything to really come out of this locker room where you say, "All right, let's talk about that for a week." You know. Yeah. Um, but that's good, Jerry. We yeah, talked about it. that before. You know. Um, listen. You know, it was never boring when Odell was on the team, right? Right. Even snacks, right? guys like snacks, and even Olivier Vernon in his own way at times. You know. Um, and for and 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 for the narrative being that no one wants to play for the the Gettleman Giants. Mm-hmm. These guys seem awfully hurt that they're not here anymore. No, I'm um, so, I mean I'm yeah. sorry. I know it's hard to, to yeah. talk, comment on, but yeah, no, tweeting. no, no, no. It's you know, Landis taking some shots. Um, Odell, forget about that. You know, um, I guess they feel like they were disrespected. Um, you know, but it's a business, man, and that's the way Gettleman wanted to go. You know, that's the direction he wanted to go, and that's the direction Gettleman went. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, it's so, the, the, the words of Hyman Roth. This is the business we've chosen. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> Hyman Roth, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I wonder if he was thinking that if he got shot in the airport. But um, <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's, I expect it. I, I kind of like it, Jerry. I have to be honest with you. Um, I like that workman-like, you know, just let's just be boring type of locker room and mentality around the facility. So it's it's a little early to – to get into it. Um, the but, Dallas score opening day. <laughs> yeah. We could talk about that. No, um, no. but no, it was, it was, actually it was funny. Cause they, they did um, Terrell Davis and Sean O'Hara uh, on NFL network went head to head for records. And Terrell Davis had the giants going four and 12. And mm. Sean O'Hara goes up there and changes it to 10 and six. Did he? Is that what Sean said? 10 and six. I didn't see that. I'm okay. not laughing at it. I was laughing because it's something I would do. Like, ah, we're winning this game, that game, this game, that game. Carson Wentz right. is going to make it the whole season. They're, they're beating the Eagles. I'm like, I love that the Eagles beat us every year, and yeah. we're like Lucy to Charlie Brown, like, or, yeah. or Charlie Brown to Lucy. Like, right. we, I'm fooled by it every year. I'm like, ah, we'll beat them. And then they just pull the ball out from the well, house. I have to admit, Jerry, I am never saying we're beating the Eagles until we no, start beating these guys, man. I can't say it. I can't say it anymore. No. I, I was feeling good last year when I Thursday night game. I said, right, we're going to beat these guys. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah, <laughs> I think the, I think Eli's first pass was intercepted and it went downhill from there. It you was, know? it was, yeah, th- um, thirty-one to six before Barkley scored that long touchdown. I think right. I mean, so until we start, you know, whipping up on these guys, I'm not even going to go there anymore. But that stupid team, you know, the Eagles. You know, so uh, you know, I got some Eagle fans talking trash to me because I think the Giants over and under for the win for the season is five and a half in Vegas. Oh, so I would, I would go over for that. So I said, well, put your money with, and, you know, a couple of my Eagle friends, friends oh, that's going to be way below that. And so I said, well, put your money where your mouth is, man. Bet the under, you know? Because uh, unlike, you know, unlike, you know, what you're predicting, I, I think it's going to be more wins than you think. I changed it. Oh, you did? What, what, in what capacity are you friends with these people? Like, where do you see them? I see them every day at the gym. Oh, okay. Friends, yeah. Drink of beers. Yeah. You know? no, you imagine that? You imagine that? I'm having beers. I'm friends with an Eagle guy. 
I, I asked because um, just wanted to know the venue that you saw these people. Because I always see them mostly in uh, in Wildwood Crest. They're, um, they're just they're they're there like uh, like termites. They're everywhere. I mean, or, or ants. I don't know. I can't, the right yeah. insect. They're just everywhere. Um, yeah. Like seagulls, uh, and I can't escape them. And uh, I just wondered what uh, where you saw them. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, I see them basically every day. A couple of them. Um, I was going to say before, I didn't want to get into it too early, but why not? Let's have some fun with it. Is I don't know how to ask this without pissing off half the Eli fans. Well, I don't care. It is what it is. Could you see <laughs> Daniel Jones surpassing him or no? No. Okay. No. Right. I'm sorry to ask. I just... I, you, you, you mean for opening? You mean for the first game, Jerry? For training camp in the first game? Yeah. No, I, I don't. Okay. I don't. And I only ask yeah. because you know every, you know, okay, last time it wasn't as as good, but like you've been overly impressed with with Daniel Jones' arm. You know, he does a, 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 a he does the option today. And he runs eighty yards. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. he's throwing dimes, dropping dimes mm-hmm. rather. He can mm-hmm. throw a twenty yard out. He's accurate. He's hitting these guys, and it's like. Okay, well, <laughs> is there? Does it come to a point where Daniel Jones starts? I, I mean, I'm just asking. He w- listen. We talked about this. I he know. would have to have an incredible, incredible preseason, and Eli will have to look totally and completely done for yeah. that to happen. Yeah. And I don't see that at all. And Terry. he doesn't look done, right? He looks no, no, Eli. You know, it's the same. I, I'm not. Listen, I have to be honest. I'm not crazy about the off season Eli's having. Right. You know, right now. Yeah. I'm not crazy about what he's doing out there. He's missing some things. And even in drills, you know, individual drills, um, you know, he's missing some outs that he should be hitting, you know, for. Um, so I'm not crazy about the way he looks, but it's very early, man. We have to wait to preseason and reading, you know, and then, you know, going against a live opponent and all that, man. Uh, it's a lot. It'll be a lot different for Mr. Jones. When, who are they playing the first game, Jerry? Whoever they're playing that first exhibition, the preseason game, it's going to be a lot different for him when, when his guys on the other side that are looking to tear his head off. So it's a lot of time left in that for that. Yeah, I just figured I'd ask. And I, it's funny how careful I have to be when I ask questions. Why do you want Daniel Jones to start? No, 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 no. I just I, I, I kind of get the feeling you do. I, put it this way. I cannot wait to see Daniel Jones in preseason. Do you want Jones to start over Eli first game? Yes or no? I don't know yet. I can't answer that question. I haven't seen enough of Daniel Jones. Uh, if they were both played even, who would you want? May as well go with Daniel Jones. Go with the younger <laughs> guy. <laughs> I had a feeling that's you leading, bud. He's younger. Oh, man. Mother. Lisa is going to kill so you, is, bud. So is Ben. Ben just gave us the most sparkling iTunes review. and it's Oh, Ben's a biggie like that. getting oh, erased oh. tonight. Oh, Ben's going to he Ben's gonna put like a mail bomb and send it your way or something, man. I'm telling you. He, it's, I mean, he's taking down his review. Oh, did I, was oh. it five stars? I meant one. Yeah, yeah. This Eli hater stinks. <laughs> and guys, for the record, I... I, I no, Jerry's farthest thing from an Eli hater. Trust me. I, Eli was on a, a Christmas card of mine once. We um, we were fortunate enough to have a have my kids attend a camp of his, and we got a picture with him, and it was uh, Merry Christmas from Eli Manning and the Foley's. And we have a picture of Eli. I'll put it on Twitter later. I have a, a picture of Eli on a, on a Christmas card, so... 
I mean, you know, beat that guys, huh? Come on, I'm a huge Eli fan. I just want him to do well. But my point is... If, oh, you want Jones to play out of him. If, if they're both playing the same, <laughs> I just get Jones in there already, huh? So, but no, I hope I'm no, wrong. No, we'll fall from that, bud. We'll fall from that. All right. Um, did anything else jump out at your practice today? I know you... you um, it's hard to say when you're... When you're Jabril doing... Peppers, Jerry. Jabril Peppers could very much be involved in the punt return game. Yeah. And good point. And the kickoff return game. Really? Yes. He, he could did be, that he in could, Michigan, right? Yeah. He could be a uh, special teams coach. McGahee said that last week about, you know, he wants to use him in a kickoff return. He was number two in the kickoff return today in practice. Uh, you know, Coleman and then him, and then he had Latimer and all that. But you might see him doing both. Now, I really, I wish he wouldn't, Jerry. I'd rather just him just see him return punts in certain situations. I'd rather him do punts than kickoffs. Than kickoffs myself. Um, Jerry, a little interesting. Darius Slayton was returning kickoffs today, too. I have to ask Chris, was he catching them? Yes, he was. Okay, because he he has the drop so far. Just make sure he's catching. Uh, the you know, do me a favor. Uh, Stop with the negativity. No, no, no. It's a valid question because he he, he can't. You know, he seems. You, but you were being a wise guy. Seems to drop. Oh. I- yeah, a little bit. He was. He seems to drop passes. He can't drop kickoffs. Darius goes to the other team. Well, he wasn't that. dropping any passes today, too. So he's okay. working on his Excellent. thing. You know what I mean? Play but here. but he was returning kickoffs. Yes, he did catch them uh, off the foot of Rosas. Uh, but um, but he's a burner. So this is something you might you might see in the preseason once it, you know to see what the kickers do because he can run, man. You know. Yeah, I mean, any like this is a serious question. Oh, he's, here we go. No, no, no. He's had the drops. Have you noticed yeah. anything with his ball security once he has it, or is it just with catching the ball? Uh, it's just catching, Jerry. Okay. You, you really, we really can't tell ball security wise yet until they okay. start hitting a little bit, until they start whacking each other. Because a perfect and... example who started off that way, who caught mm. everything but dro- but fumbled away was Meggett when he first started. That's why I just mm. you know, yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. Like he that. did. Yeah. yeah, he did. I remember that. Yes, you're right, man. But um, I don't know. But that time will tell with that, Jerry. Okay. Um. You know, we could look. You know what, Jerry? That's it. I am going to look that up when we get off the pod. Um, if how many fumbles he did have at Auburn? That's a good question, but we I, I, we can't tell that yet. By the way, we had to start this podcast over. Um, you guys didn't hear it, but my smoke alarms are going off because my wife's Yankee candle is setting them off. So it sounded like uh, the fire company was coming, and I was like, "Holy crap! What the hell's going on?" And, oh, the Yan- yes. the Yankees sell candles. <laughs> they they sell everything, Chris. They have their names on everything. Mm. So, yeah. uh, but, they take was, down, uh, but they take down Kate Smith's song. Yeah, okay. That's <laughs> what so they had. They, they, the Yankee candle, I don't know what flavor it was, but uh, it was setting off uh, 16 fire uh, alarms. But it's good. Oh, to know I wish they, you would get your act together before we go on the podcast. It's good to know they work, though, right? I mean, we're safe here. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. And between clocks going off, dogs barking, I know. fire alarms. Could be anything at my house right now, right? It's, it's, you should have just kept rolling. It's a, it's a, it's a real crap show. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, it is buffoon of the week time. Seems like it's been forever. It's only been a week or so. Mm. Uh, and the dog's barking right now, if you can hear it. There it is. Um, again, I got distracted. What the hell are we doing? Buffoon of the week time. Mm. Everyone knows. Everyone waits for you. Uh, it's the, the highlight of the week is your buffoon, so I know my place. I will go first. Chris, you'll be happy to know that I have chosen someone who is probably not near and dear to your heart. Aaron Boone? No, Close. Okay. You're very close. He's associated with the New York Yankees. <laughs> he has a uh, he has an afternoon show, and he somehow is second to a guy who gets facts and figures wrong all afternoon. I'm talking about Michael Kay. 
So Neil Best, who is one of the nicest men, uh, you know, covering teams and the, uh, the nicest men in media, um, tweeted that my, that Pete made a joke. Pete Rose is on Michael Kay and Mike Frances at the same time. That's worthy of a Hall of Fame uh, induction right there. And then someone asked, how can that be? And he said, I think Michael Kay's is taped while Frances's is live. So I'm sorry, the tweet was, my understanding is that Kay is on tape and WFN is live. To which Michael Kay tweeted out, your understanding? It says on Yes Network, recorded earlier, in quotes. You're a regular sleuth, aren't you, Neil? Can't get a thing past you. Now, wow, I mean, wow. really, like, are you that bitter that you're number two to Francesca? And then, of course, you know, back after this chimed in, and this was, uh, this was uh, actually back after this tweeted this, and then they went after back after this, and he said that, you know, back after this is a hack who lives off of Francesca's mistakes and blah, 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 15 mm. minutes of fame. Let me tell you something right now. Back after this, we, we talk about us getting followers. I mean, he's up to over 70,000 followers. You don't know what the future of media is, right? So this guy back into this could be a million followers in a year or two. So I would stay away from that, okay? But to pick on Neil Best, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, I mean, it wasn't even—he wasn't even being a wise ass. He was just making a comment, like, "Yeah, Yeah. uh, K is taped and Frances is live, and that's it." And you know, anything when you mention Frances to K, they get aggravated. And you know what, dude? I think the—I think the afternoon radio in New York is such a joke. And I think people are ready for a new voice. And I'm not just saying that. It doesn't have to be us. It could be anybody. But Michael Kay, um, you know, we have a, a statue erected for Francesca for, for Buffoon. But you keep working on it, buddy. You're going to get there as well. You're my Buffoon of the Week. Well, I, I, I think that might be my favorite because he announces for your baseball team. The Yankees so, have those. Was this a rough one for you? to? No, to not at all. The Yankees have, for, for everything the Yankees, and don't jump in yet. For everything Relax, the Yankees, that, I'm not like you. Okay. For everything the Yankees do right, they have some of the worst announcers uh, in all of sports. Like, nah, Sterling and Waldo are really good. Oh, John Sterling <laughs> is—he's atrocious. Like, at least the Giants, for as bad as they are, they have Bob. We have Bob Papa, baby, and Carl Banks. Like, nah, yeah, we yeah, have a yeah, great yep. radio tandem. I mean, yep. Sterling with his stupid home run calls. I mean, and, and Michael Kay, like, holy crap. Yeah. Um, but no, it didn't hurt. It was easy. Right, I wasn't sure because I know you're a big I, – I know, I know you're a Yankee fan when you're in first place, and then we don't hear from you. Okay, um, so <laughs> we're, uh, my buffoon a week, Jerry, you know, it caught my eye. This guy caught my eye about a month ago when Odell got traded to the Browns and it's head coach Freddie Kitchens. Mm. When he made the Met manager Mickey Calloway-type statement of we're going to love him and hug him and all that, mm. I thought that was a little buffoonish right there, that statement. So today, he is showing his annoyance to the media because they have the audacity <laughs> to ask about Odell Beckham. And he wants to know why everybody's asking questions about Odell Beckham. <laughs> well, Freddie, reality check, my friend. This is what comes along with Odell Beckham. The media wants to know everything he does. He's a rock star. Get used to it, fat boy. And this, I, don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And you're going to be annoyed now in June to the five people covering the Browns <laughs> about because they're asking what happened with Odell. He was here. He was out there. Why wasn't he here and all that? Well, listen, you get you got a dynamic receiver and you got a rock star who everybody's going to be focused on 
who knows better than us, right, Jerry? The last five years, <laughs> Freddie Kitchens. If you're going to be annoyed that they're asking questions about Odell, and you're going to go on this little, you know, hissy fit like you had today, guess what? You are the buffoon of the week, my man. It's going to be a long season for you, Mister Kitchens. And, and this is the stuff. I'm sorry, I, I just don't miss with Odell. I, I was talking to somebody today, and they're like, "How could they make that trade?" I go, guys. The, the further that trade gets away, the better it looks for me. Now, they haven't started playing yet, but and, and, and I'm sure Odell's going to have rock star numbers if he's healthy. But I just don't miss that stuff, man. And that's what I was saying before. Like, we're back to football now. No distractions. I don't know. I don't miss it at all, Chris. It was such a good choice for, for using Kitchens, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I just don't understand this guy. You know, he's going to have a hissy fit with the, with. You know, the, the Browns media, man. You got to be kidding me, dude. This is what you have with Odell. This is part of the package. Like you said, five people covering it. Good stuff as always, buddy. Uh, yeah, I mean, compared to New York, Jerry, where there's like 20 people every time Sherman talk, you know what I mean? So he's going to have a long year, buddy. Yeah, Daniel Jones changes his underwear and 30 people cover it. So, <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, all right, everyone. If you want to order a copy of The Giant Insider or a subscription, rather, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. We have an app you can download from the App Store, The Giant Insider. Or for a digital subscription, go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. It's Tuesday, so we'll probably drop the next one Friday, right, Chris? Yeah, I don't think we're two days away. Yeah, let's do it Friday, bud. Yeah, we'll probably yeah. do it sometime. We'll do the some... mini camp wrap, yeah. wrap up and all that. Yeah, we'll do it sometime on Friday. We'll try to do it before the evening commute for you guys. But um, anything else, bud? Um, No, that's it, man. That's it. All right, everybody. How about you? you no, right? no, I'm great. OTAs are back. There's football. And most importantly, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.